0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. I remember in the morning, my principal used to say that right before work, she would get on the intercom and say, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. She said about six times, but it there was something about that that did just kind of boost my spirit a little bit. So to everybody out there, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. That's about as far as I can get with that. But yeah, good morning. So it is April 12th. It's Wednesday, April 12th. 2023. I'm back. I want to go ahead and just start off fresh. It's been a year, y'all. So I got some things to talk about. Is it really work, work? Probably not as much work as it is reflection. So let's get into that. Let's reflect. It's been a year, y'all. Jody, on Forever Voice. Hey, hey, I'm back, ready to reflect. So in reflection, and. Whenever I reflect, I tend to go back to whatever it is that I want to reflect on. What it is that I wanted to reflect on this time was basically the year, right? It's been a year. So when I get that, what do you call it, uh, that alert that says, congratulations on your first year, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I've been so deep into my stuff and kind of working on the things that I need to move forward on, I just, it didn't really come to me like it should have. So now that I'm like, let me go ahead and put a few things out there because I, I really have not been focused on my podcast lately. So let me go ahead, stick a toe back in the water, right? So I had to go back and listen to the first podcast that I had recorded. And there were some things, it's just like anything else. You know, when you start something, you think it's like amazing or, you know, really proud of it. And then you do it for a period of time and you reflect back to the very first one. And you find all these different, ooh, ooh, I I don't like the way I did that. Don't like the way I said that. Don't like the way that sounds. Don't like the energy that, all of these different things. But it's part of a growth process. So it's okay it's okay not to be perfect. And I can hear the sound in the background. It's it's sheer silence on that first episode. That's because I was sitting in my office, like literally sitting in my office. Now there's more energy kind of blended in because I'm good with that. Because I'm walking and I'm talking, I'm in my element. At the time I was a little fearful and a little careful. I'm less careful about it because I want it to be as authentic as possible. I want it to be in my element. I want all of those things because I, I don't strive for perfection. I just strive for what's natural. So I got there. One thing that I will say is that I felt like it was a little long, so I shortened that. I remember going through that where I said, no, it's just too much. almost preachy. And I didn't want that. I just want to be able to say what I have to say, let that go, and allow people to do the work that they want to do, need to do, or have to do, whatever. And then just let it go. Just leave it there at that. So I did that. Another thing that I have to say, over a year, a year of reflection, I realized that they're just some things that I just can't control. Not only can I not control them, I'm okay with not worrying about it. The podcast started because I needed a voice, because I needed to express myself. I felt that I was holding myself back, holding back, not really saying what I wanted to say. And there were a lot of things that I wanted to say. At the core, it was about my son's passing and how it affected me and how the people around me affected me. Fast forward one year, we're still in the same boat. We're very confused, I think, by each other. Um, Let me not speak for them. I am somewhat confused uh, by the way we deal with each other. It has to be said. However, they may be confused with the way I deal with them as well, and that's okay. Until there is really and truly a step made in the direction of fixing, it's just going to stay like that. And I have to accept that, have accepted that. So acceptance has been something that's been big with me, and it's something that I had to learn because I cannot. Change everything, and even some things that I can change, I just find it better not to, because I can accept. It's a growing process, it absolutely is, but acceptance will allow you to have peace. And I pick and choose. I pick and choose. that is with the things that I can control, the things that I can control, I, I absolutely pick and choose things that I can't control, which is everything outside of me. I just accept, it's, it's just there, it's for me to accept and learn how to deal with, period, point blank. My son's death being the first one that I'm speaking of because at the time when I started the podcast, I didn't know where to go. It was literally, my son is gone, what am I going to do? How do I get through this? I was numb, I didn't communicate very often. I just, I was just numb. And I literally felt like nobody cares. Everybody's moving on about their life. It doesn't even matter. Now I'm stuck here. My husband, my daughter, we are the only ones here trying to pick up the pieces. Everybody else just goes on about their life. And that is true to a certain extent. But it is our life and it is our path. So it is for us to deal with. And everybody is supposed to go on with their life. Something that I wasn't quite understanding. In the process, you do learn to understand that everybody has the right to live their own life. Through the podcasts that I heard, I heard continuously about loving, about honoring and appreciating your loved one, your child, because I started zeroing in on podcasts that had to do with parents that had lost their adult children. So I started zeroing in on that. Then I started to understand that our children, our kids, whatever, our adult kids, they have their own life and own processes as well. And what we did as parents was the best that we could do, given our mindset, given our strengths, given our weaknesses, that was the best we could do. Through no fault of ours, these things had happened or this thing had happened, and we are now left here to strengthen, to build, move forward, and to help others that are going through that situation and others that are soon to come to go through this situation. So within all of that came the next step. So if I'm accepting my son's passing, I'm accepting the circumstances that I have. Next thing I need to accept is that ugliness of those that conspired against my son. When I would talk to the people in Alabama from the police department, the detective, and when I talked to them and they would explain certain things to me, there were certain things I I would just say, please, before you, start, before you start talking to me, before you say anything, it's like, don't mention their names. Make sure you don't say their names. And I'm talking about those that committed the crime against my son. Don't say their names. I didn't want to hear their names. Don't give their names any attention. Don't say their na- You know, that was my thing. And they had to be careful. And they were catching themselves. They didn't have to be careful. They cared enough to be careful. So we'd had so many conversations. And they would say, like the detective herself, she would say, I know you don't wanna know their names, Miss Maynard, but, you know? And she'd give me the updated information that she had. Or she'd call and say, hey, you know, I, I need to ask you something. And I never knew what their names were. I didn't wanna see pictures. I didn't want, you know, somebody that I had spoken with said, you know, I see that they made an arrest and, you know, they've arrested them all. And, I said, listen, I I cannot see the pictures. I realized that that was a picture as soon as I opened up the text, but please don't send pictures. I couldn't take it at that time. So now at this point, I'm saying that I'm able to say their names. I'm able to look at their pictures, which is part of my process of accepting what has happened and being able to create some kind of a plan for myself moving forward i haven't always been able to say nicholas hawkins i haven't always been able to say albert quinney i haven't always been able to say patrick lewis yeah i haven't always been able to mention those three names i haven't always been able to look at their picture and the first time i looked at their picture all I could see was people that I already knew that looked so much like them. That was even a whole windstorm in itself. It's just an emotional roller coaster, but these are the things that I've went through that I can honestly say, that I gained, that I strengthened, that I learned, and that's the whole point of the process when I reflect. I need to see that I've gained. I need to see that I've strengthened. I need to see that I've learned all of those things. They're so important to me. And that's what happened on this journey, this podcasting journey. I'm able to go back and listen to certain things and say, oh, okay. I hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah, that's something that I need to think about in this particular situation. Yeah, I need to do those things. Not thinking that I needed to be perfect. I misspeak. I have misspoken. I have actually done an episode where I had to start off apologizing for something that I said. But I didn't remove it because that's part of my process. It's part of my growth process. So here I am a year later, still here, still talking about the situation and still talking about my son's death. And probably within another six months, I'll be back again talking about the case, how it unfolded, how I felt. This is part of my process, and this is like my breathing, being able to talk about it. Continuing to work with my therapist, continuing to hear my coaches out, because I'm surrounded by coaches. (laughs) I'm surrounded by coaches now. So I'm able to hear them out and I'm able to tell them what I have to say and I'm able to understand that how someone else feels. Maybe if not just as important but more important when I'm communicating with them. Because if they're feeling a way in which they're unable to receive, my communication has to change just on a one-on-one basis, but for this podcast, when we're communicating, when we're talking, you have to be conscious about certain things that are said, and you also have to be ready for what is going to be said to you after you've expressed your true feelings, because not everybody is as kind. Not everybody has a filter. Not everybody even understands. You have some people who just are not going to do the work. They're not interested in it. They're not going to listen. You have people very close to you that refuse to listen or to support you. Well, then that's when the support from yourself comes in. You got to support yourself, just like anything else. The initial support comes from you. I didn't know that. I was looking for, what she doesn't even, oh, she just said that she doesn't listen. Who would say that? so close in your circle and they don't listen. Who would say that? Somebody that's going to tell you the truth, I guess. Because what I learned is that just because that's your close friend or whomever to you, just because they're close to you doesn't mean they're on the same path. It doesn't mean that they're wanting to do the work that you're doing. I had to learn that. I didn't know that. But I do now. I value the lessons that I've learned in a way that Hey, good morning. I value the lessons in a way that I did not before, because before it was survival mode. Before I wasn't feeling like I'm feeling now. People would say, oh, she's so calm, she's so strong, and oh, it hasn't hit her yet. And I get offended by it because everything hurt At one time, everything, it didn't matter if you complimented me or not. They just saying that just because, or why didn't they at least acknowledge that? So it didn't matter what they said, everything hurt. But I'm at a point now where feeling is real. The layers have fallen away. I'm no longer numb. So the things that come in, they come in in a different way. So sometimes when I can't get out of bed because I'm just so overwhelmed, what did you do the day before? Well, the day before, I spent the day binging, watching a TV show that was Mom and BJ's TV show. We watched this show, Animal Kingdom. We watched it together. That was our time. And then after a point, I stopped watching it. He said, Mom, but you ought to start watching it again. So when he was still alive, obviously. And I'm like, no. Smurf's not on there anymore. They can't do anything on that show without Smurf. And he's like, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. And we kind of fell off with that. Then we picked it back up. Well, he picked it back up, rather. Good morning. He picked it back up, rather. So after I watched it, binge watched it, two of our favorite characters were together in the car. One of them passed away the same way, the exact same way. And because it happened in a way that was exactly like BJ, and his friend. It, it it happened the same way. And the way that everything played out, it just caught a hold of me and I just felt like that was a communication directly from him. And I couldn't move that next day or the day after that. To accept that sometimes the message may be so heavy that it'll stop you in your tracks. Not doubt yourself, not go run and hide, not feel ashamed to even tell that. It's a journey because I had no idea what was going on and I didn't want anyone to know what was going on in the beginning, right after my son died. I didn't want anybody to know about what was going on. I'm just gonna, gonna do the best I can. Yeah, I break down, yeah, I have these moments but I wanted to appear so, so strong. It's not even about that. It's about every single step, every single up, every single down, an acknowledgement of that. I gained that, gained those tools. And it's okay if I'm sitting down at dinner or go out to eat with somebody and all of a sudden they just start rolling. I'm not getting up and going to the bathroom. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to feel that. And then it'll lift and we'll keep going. That's just what it is. Understanding and accepting that the Jodi that was is never coming back. I'm never going to get back to the Jody that I used to be pre-BJ. Accepting that is 100% part of the journey. So I'm still on it, I'm still on it. And as time goes by, I'll bring in more information. I'll think about more things. BJ will always be on my mind all the time, as he is, as he is now. His sister and all of her victories, my goodness. I just, (laughs) I, I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. I feel like in many ways, his sister is the backbone of our family because I will get on the phone. Tell me what you think about this. Tell me why I'm feeling this way. Tell me what, you know, this is my child. She's half my age and I'm on the phone with her. And she's giving to her mother and her mother's happy and willing to accept it. Without judgment. Without judgment. Her father, same way. Because he can see that emotion coming on. And when he sees it, he knows exactly what to do. And it puts me in in the proper place that I should be. (laughs) Physically and emotionally. He knows exactly what to do. And I accept that. And I accept that help, and I thank them for that help. Wasn't always able to do that. Then I went back to school, taking classes. When I refused to do that, back in April. I'm not taking class, I'm not doing that, I'm not. Nope, got enough experience. (laughs) Going into my yard, my backyard now, it's kind of echoing. But I wasn't even able to do that. So in my head, so full of myself. But there's always something for me to learn. And if there's always something for me to learn, there's always something for me to teach. I gained that. And I accepted that. And I'm greater and I'm better because of it. And I know some may say that mentioning certain people, I don't even want to give them that because now I'm now I'm thinking about having mentioned those three names. Yeah. I'm mentioning those three names just to say that they have no power over me. That I am protected And I am strengthened and I don't worry about them, but I do feel like I can say their name and I can say it with conviction and with truth and saying that they are being held accountable and they will be held accountable until their last days. My son's legacy is what it is and they can't destroy it. They won't destroy it they don't have the power. Another thing that I learned, the strength and power that you encompass yourself. And it does waver. At least mine does. I can't speak for everybody else. It does waver. But when you come back, you come back that much stronger. And that's absolutely what I've experienced. Every time I've come back from feeling like I'm confused, I don't know, I didn't do this right, and every time I come back, I come back that much stronger, and with that much more acceptance, and with that much more love for my journey. It's here. I can't do anything about it, but it's taught me: the more struggles, the more things I have to take on, the stronger I become, and I know that because I'm here now, and we'll see how this thing unravels, and I'll be here, here to tell you about it. I'll be here to talk about it, and I'll be here to confirm my victory because that's what I do. That's what I do. That's all I have for you today. Thank you for listening. Keep me posted on your victories, or as my instructor tells me, your wins, write them down. Keep them close to you. Look at them whenever you start doubting yourself, your life, your path, your decisions. Look at them. Jody Maynard, fervor voice. Glad to be with y'all. Have a good one. Peace. Hey, hey, friends. Hey, hey, fam. So I almost forgot. I uh, forget. No, I almost forgot. Recap. I always recap my episodes because I want y'all to recognize and just kind of be on the same page with me and I yeah, I need to recap. Let me make this thing short and sweet. So I started off talking about why I started the podcast and the voice that I needed to project. I just felt like I wasn't communicating and I I really wasn't and I was able to say what I needed to say and those that needed to or wanted to were interested in understanding, hey there's a podcast for you. You can understand it and maybe you can kinda learn something from it and Maybe it's something you want to talk to me about. Either way, it's it, there it is. And if you didn't want to talk to me about it, at least you understand my perspective. That's what it pretty much started as. And, and I talked about BJ's death and my ability to face his death and how long it takes and what a process it is. And I'm still going through the process. I'll be doing that forever. I've accepted that. I get it. I then talked about the different paths that people are on. I'm on my own path and what I do, uh what my podcast is about is not for everyone and I understand that now. I used to feel that it was a lack of support. To a certain extent, I still feel like that. Because there are still some people that I feel like should yeah, should don't you don't you even want to ask, uh, you know, that might be the ego in me maybe. I have no idea, but I do understand that you know, we meet things where we are and we are brought to certain things and we experience them if we want it depends on the path that you're on and if you're not on that path then it's okay we are still good if somebody has a business selling vapes I'm not dealing with that I don't vape that's not what I do but a lot of others do doesn't mean I care any less or doesn't mean that I don't want to support it's just not what I'm on it's just not what I'm on. So I had to understand that. Also had to understand that I was for a long period of time. Like I was feeling pretty numb. I couldn't discuss things and wouldn't discuss things and running and hiding and I still isolate now to this day. Like I, I get it because it's like cycles, transitions and things of that nature. And it's it's okay. I just had to understand that thing and, and now I do. Um and I'll understand even more as time goes on. I talked about Animal Kingdom and that show that was, that was me and BJ's thing, Animal Kingdom. Um, with that mother, Smurf, that show had me rooting for them as opposed to just kind of like rooting for what's right, like the society, what's right, what you're supposed to do. I was literally rooting for that family every time. And I knew who they were, I knew what they were doing. That family was nothing like us, nothing like our unit. But there were so many similarities. There was love. There was a true alignment. And the way that show ended, because that show was something that BJ and I consistently watched together and always talked about, I felt like it was communicating directly with me. And the, the message was heavy. Sometimes messages are heavy that we receive, but we have to still acknowledge it. It's important. It was important for me to still acknowledge it. And my family, how we hold each other together and support each other. It's just necessary, it's just a requirement for me. And last but not least, just accepting BJ's journey, accepting what happened and not allowing it to destroy me. Not allowing those three that conspired against him to destroy me, to be safe in my own space and know that I'm protected that's basically how I ended that. So in a word or in a phrase, it was just my processing throughout this first year and how far I've come and how proud I am of how far I've come, the work that I've done and the people that are willing to go down this long road with me. I appreciate you. I thank you for it. And I smile about it right now, that journey that I've taken. And what's ahead? That is all I have for you. Seriously, all I have for you, right? I said that before. But it's Jody Maynard signing off, Fervor Voice. Thank you for being with me. Have a beautiful day. Bye.